Chapter thirty six of the Men in the Iron Mask by Alexandre Dumas, translated by William Robson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Another Supper at the Bastille. Seven o'clock sounded from the great clock of the Bastille, that famous clock, which, like all the accessories of the state prison, the very use of which is a torture, recalled to the prisoners' minds the destination of every hour of their punishment. The timepiece of the Bastille, adorned with figures like most of the clocks of the period, represented St. Peter in bonds. It was the supper hour of the unfortunate captives. The doors, grating on their enormous hinges, opened for the passage of the baskets and trays of provisions, the abundance and the delicacy of which, as M. de Baisemeaux has himself taught us, was regulated by the condition in life of the prisoner. We understand on this head the theories of M. de Baisemeaux, sovereign dispenser of gastronomic delicacies, head cook of the royal fortress, whose trays, full laden, were ascending the steep staircases, carrying some consolation to the prisoners in the shape of honestly filled bottles of good vintages. This same hour was that of M. le Gouverneur's supper also. He had a guest today, and the spit turned more heavily than usual. Roast partridges flanked with quails and flanking a larded leveret, boiled fowls, hams, fried and sprinkled with white wine, cardons of Guipuzcoa, and la bisque écrevisse. These, together with soups and hors d'oeuvres, constituted the governor's bill of fare. Baisemeaux, seated at table, was rubbing his hands and looking at the bishop of Van, who, booted like a cavalier, dressed in grey and sword at side, kept talking of his hunger and testifying the liveliest impatience. M. de Baisemeaux de Montlezun was not accustomed to the unbending movements of his greatness, my lord of Van, and this evening Aramis, becoming sprightly, volunteered confidence on confidence. The prelate had again a little touch of the musketeer about him. The bishop just trenched on the borders only of license in his style of conversation. As for M. de Baisemeaux, with the facility of vulgar people, he gave himself up entirely upon this point of his guest's freedom. "'Monsieur,' said he, "'for indeed to-night I dare not call you Monseigneur.' "'By no means,' said Aramis. "'Call me Monsieur. I am booted.' "'Do you know, Monsieur, of whom you remind me this evening?' "'No. Faith,' said Aramis, taking up his glass." but I hope I remind you of a capital guest. You remind me of two, monsieur. Francois, shut the window. The wind may annoy his greatness. And let him go, added Aramis. The supper is completely served, and we shall eat it very well without waiters. I like exceedingly to be tete-a-tete when I am with a friend. Baisemeaux bowed respectfully. I like exceedingly, continued Aramis, to help myself. Retire, Francois, cried Baisemeaux. I was saying that your greatness puts me in mind of two persons, one very illustrious, the late cardinal, the great cardinal de la Rochelle, who wore boots like you. Indeed, said Aramis, and the other... The other was a certain musketeer, very handsome, very brave, very adventurous, very fortunate, who, from being abbe turned musketeer, 
and from musketeer turned abbe aramis condescended to smile from abbe continued baisemeaux encouraged by aramis's smile from abbe bishop and from bishop ah stay there i beg exclaimed aramis i have just said monsieur that you gave me the idea of a cardinal enough dear monsieur baisemeaux as you said i have on the boots of a cavalier but i do not intend for all that to embroil myself with the church this evening but you have wicked intentions nevertheless monseigneur oh yes wicked i own as everything mundane is you traverse the town and the streets in disguise in disguise as you say and you still make use of your sword yes i should think so but only when i am compelled do me the pleasure to summon francois have you no wine there tis not for wine but because it is hot here and the window is shut i shut the windows at supper-time so as not to hear the sounds or the arrival of courtiers ah yes you hear them when the window is open but too well and that disturbs me you understand nevertheless i am suffocated francois francois entered open the windows i pray you master francois said aramis you will allow him dear monsieur baisemeaux you are at home here answered the governor the window was opened do you not think said monsieur de baisemeaux that you will find yourself very lonely now monsieur de la fere has returned to his household gods at blois he is a very old friend is he not you know it as i do baisemeaux seeing that you were in the musketeers with us bah with my friends i reckon neither bottles of wine nor years and you are right but i do more than love monsieur de la fere dear baisemeaux i venerate him well for my part though tis singular said the governor i prefer monsieur d'artagnan to him there is a man for you who drinks long and well that kind of people allow you at least to penetrate their thoughts baisemeaux make me tipsy to-night let us have a merry time of it as of old and if i have a trouble at the bottom of my heart i promise you you shall see it as you would a diamond at the bottom of your glass bravo said baisemeaux and he poured out a great glass of wine and drank it off at a draught trembling with joy at the idea of being by hook or by crook in the secret of some high archiepiscopal misdemeanor while he was drinking he did not see with what attention aramis was noting the sounds in the great court a courier came in about eight o'clock as francois brought in the fifth bottle and although the courier made a great noise baisemeaux heard nothing the devil take him said aramis what who asked baisemeaux i hope tis neither the wine you drank nor he who is the cause of your drinking it no it is a horse who is making noise enough in the court for a whole squadron 
pooh some courier or other replied the governor redoubling his attention to the passing bottle yes and may the devil take him and so quickly that we shall never hear him speak more hurrah hurrah you forget me baisemeaux my glass is empty said aramis lifting his dazzling venetian goblet upon my honor you delight me francois wine francois entered wine fellow and better yes monsieur yes but a courier has just arrived let him go to the devil i say yes monsieur but let him leave his news at the office we will see it to-morrow to-morrow there will be time to-morrow there will be daylight said baisemeaux chanting the words ah monsieur grumbled the soldier francois in spite of himself monsieur take care said aramis take care of what dear monsieur d'herblay said baisemeaux half intoxicated the letter which the courier brings to the governor of a fortress is sometimes in order nearly always do not orders issue from the ministers yes undoubtedly but and what to these ministers do but countersign the signature of the king perhaps you are right nevertheless tis very tiresome when you are sitting before a good table tete-a-tete with a friend ah i beg your pardon monsieur i forgot it is i who engage you at supper and that i speak to a future cardinal let us pass over that dear baisemeaux and return to our soldier to francois well and what has francois done he has demurred he was wrong then however he has demurred you see tis because there is something extraordinary in this manner it is very possible that it was not francois who was wrong in demurring but you who are in the wrong in not listening to him wrong i to be wrong before francois that seems rather hard pardon me merely an irregularity but i thought it my duty to make an observation which i deem important oh perhaps you are right stammered baisemeaux the the king's order is sacred but as to orders that arrive when one is at supper i repeat that the devil if you had said as much to the great cardinal him my dear baisemeaux and if his order had any importance i do it that i may not disturb a bishop mordieu am i not then excusable do not forget baisemeaux that i have worn the soldier's coat and i am accustomed to obedience everywhere you wish then i wish that you would do your duty my friend yes at least before this soldier tis mathematically true exclaimed baisemeaux francois still waited let them send this order of the king's up to me he repeated recovering himself 
and he added in a low tone, "'Do you know what it is? I will tell you something about as interesting as this. Beware of fire near the powder magazine, or look close after such and such a one who is clever at escaping. Ah, if only you knew, Monseigneur, how many times I have been suddenly awakened from the very sweetest, deepest slumber!' my messengers arriving at full gallop to tell me or rather to bring me a slip of paper containing these words monsieur de baisemeaux what news tis clear enough that those who waste their time writing such orders have never slept in the bastille they would know better they have never considered the thickness of my walls the vigilance of my officers the number of rounds we go but indeed what can you expect monseigneur it is their business to write and torment me when i am at rest and to trouble me when i am happy added baisemeaux bowing to aramis let them do their business and do you do yours added the bishop smiling francois re-entered baisemeaux took from his hands the minister's order he slowly undid it and as slowly read it aramis pretended to be drinking so as to be able to watch his host through the glass then baisemeaux having read it what was i just saying he exclaimed what is it asked the bishop an order of release there now excellent news indeed to disturb us excellent news for him whom it concerns you will at least agree my dear governor and at eight o'clock in the evening it is charitable oh charity is all very well but it is for that fellow who says he is so weary and tired and but not for me who am amusing myself said baisemeaux exasperated will you lose by him then and is the prisoner who is to be set at liberty a good payer oh yes indeed a miserable five-franc rat let me see it asked monsieur d'herblay it is no indiscretion by no means read it there is urgent on the paper you have seen that i suppose oh admirable urgent a man who has been there ten years it is urgent to set him free to-day this very evening at eight o'clock urgent and baisemeaux shrugged his shoulders with an air of supreme disdain flung the order on the table and began eating again they are fond of these tricks he said with his mouth full they seize a man some fine day keep him under lock and key for ten years and write you watch this fellow well or keep him very strictly and then as soon as you are accustomed to look upon the prisoner as a, a dangerous man all of a sudden without rhyme or reason they write set him at liberty and actually add to their missive urgent you will own my lord tis enough to make a man at dinner shrug his shoulders what do you expect it is for them to write said aramis for you to execute the order good good execute it oh patience 
you must not imagine that i am a slave gracious heaven my very good monsieur baisemeaux whoever said so your independence is well known thank heaven but your goodness of heart is also known ah don't speak of it and your obedience to your superiors once a soldier you see baisemeaux always a soldier and i shall directly obey and to-morrow morning at daybreak the prisoner referred to shall be set free to-morrow at dawn why not this evening seeing that the lettre de cachet bears both on the direction and inside urgent because this evening we are at supper and our affairs are urgent too dear baisemeaux booted though i be i feel myself a priest and charity has higher claims upon me than hunger and thirst this unfortunate man has suffered long enough since you have just told me that he has been your prisoner these ten years a bridge is suffering his good time has come give him the benefit quickly god will repay you in paradise with years of felicity you wish it i entreat you what in the very middle of our repast i implore you such an action is worth ten benedicites it shall be as you desire only our supper will get cold oh never heed that baisemeaux leaned back to ring for francois and by a very natural motion turned round toward the door the order had remained on the table aramis seized the opportunity when baisemeaux was not looking to change the paper for another folded in the same manner which he drew swiftly from his pocket francois said the governor let the mayor come up here with the turnkeys of the bertaudiere francois bowed and quitted the room leaving the two companions alone End of chapter 36 Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia